0: Wow, so I am really, I like I've done a lot of introspection internally and I've been able to externalize um, the insights into the values that I know of i'm deconstructing where the motivation has been coming from in a lot of areas and i want to talk with you about this i'm noticing some definite hypocrisies within myself i love deconstructing my own hypocrisies um because it shows growth but it just um sometimes i have too much fun deconstructing others um Admittedly, so we're going to get into this over some cold morning coffee. It gets stronger as it sits. So, okay. What does this mean? This means like I'm questioning a lot and I'm questioning like my survival agenda I told you in a couple episodes ago my survival agenda um, was getting some kind of resources from the church and this kind of thing. What I've noticed is my lack of understanding in the process that when you're wondering and you're stuck in this paradigm of why don't they trust me to build with them? Why don't they trust my family and I to commune and contribute and um and then build with them and everything is because you're going into a system or a foundation not not just necessarily a system, but a foundation that has already been built from somebody else. And that's not even how relationships or um Anything really starts. It's kind of like you have to build from scratch at some point, and um, I think this even includes the church. And I don't, like, I still feel more comfortable saying I don't identify as Christian, I don't identify as any religion, I'm spiritual, I believe in the higher power. I've definitely gotten to know Jesus through deep prayer, but it it was not necessarily through anything a preacher said, it was not necessarily through church. Um, it had a lot to do with the things that were said but I also know a whole other side that I think I've even learned about from reading a whole other side of Jesus actually from reading things like raw contact but I've been a little too afraid to open up um my mind and I as open as I've been I'm now realizing that stuckness for years that kind of reverted me back a little bit. Um, But just some human things that I think a lot of people are noticing and I'm not wanting to use this. I almost did an episode that was going to be a rant complaining kind of episode and I stopped it real quick and it took me about a minute because I've started to recognize when something like that could turn ugly or unfair or you know, you don't you may not want to hear a complaining episode about the church. Um but like I've noticed some human behaviors from others and I know this this is a blind spot and hypocrisy because if people were to treat us differently and unlimitedly and like with unlimited help and all that, I would feel differently. Which isn't necessarily fair or intellectual or any of that it's more about the survival which I'm also starting to recognize as a low conscious I didn't really ever realize why the survival thing is a low conscious I never really believed someone when they would try to teach that now I understand but it's the whole thing about when you're treated a certain way or you're judged for something, you realize that these people really don't believe in parts of the Bible that are very passionate towards community. And in fact, I think the Bible, a lot of parts were more compassionate towards close circle and community than even the traditional things that are kind of preached at us today and whatnot um and even some of the preachers were able one particular pastor I didn't agree with everything that he said but he was able to point out a lot of details in the bible um like Paul always having a place to stay and always having friends that could even have the means to do that while other friends maybe didn't but were there in in other ways or whatever which I never I kind of failed to recognize but the details of all that, like, you you never really would pick up on, and he was able to kind of break that down a lot. Like, you know, and they have helped us out a lot, so I don't want you thinking that they haven't helped us at all, but it's, I think it's more like we went to church for the wrong reasons. We kind of used um, the stereotypes of churches to consider that we can get, and nobody's really going to build a life for you anyway, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm realizing I have a lot of, uh, shadow work to do in spirituality and, um, didn't even know that I would want to hold on to things. So, it's not, I think it's more shadow work that has to do, because I've done the spirituality shadow work, actually, if I think about it, from what I understand, but not necessarily the religious or, well, maybe more the motivation, motivational, motive, motive shadow work, I guess. Um Shadow work is really difficult to do. Um, And I think this introspection is actually a little more effective in doing it in this way. I wish more people who are talking self-help and harsh realities and philosophy would deconstruct themselves. Um, I'm not the only one, and I'm certainly not the first who has done this, but I would love to hear other people do this, and I'm going to continue. Now, survival itself and planning things around doing what you love in order to um, be happy and then being able to maybe make a living from elements of that or if not all of that or whatever I don't think that is low conscious necessarily I think there are parts of it that if not if you're not careful could get sucked dry if you're making it all about the money but then there's a very big danger when it comes to volunteering or when it comes to feeling like guilted into doing something for free because you feel guilty for charging someone. And I'm definitely somebody who has felt that, which explains why I kind of haven't had any success in that way like the whole guilds of charging somebody or not knowing how necessarily now some of that has um went away with certain platforms like medium where i'm like you know i I would be willing but that's because i know people over there are already paying um i don't necessarily feel like i'd want to sell even though that's kind of what they're looking for I'd want to be about the community inside Medium, reading my stories and supporting it, which would take a lot longer than trying to sell somebody a Medium membership, which I don't really want to do. Um I don't care about that like if you don't have the means for whatever reason to join Medium, like I'm not really interested in selling that to you or convincing you. Um it would be more about like getting the readers inside of Medium, which um I'm kind of I don't know. It's like sometimes I really enjoy medium and I write a lot and then other times I don't. So it's, um, one of those things that I tend to go back and forth. A lot of these things I've gone back and forth on, which leads me to my other thing, which is that when it comes to like jobs and things like that, I think there's a sort of a privilege or, um, an exception that I've allowed for myself that probably comes from just the system, which is that I'm going to let myself go and get a place, a home for the family first, and then, you know, be a little more comfortable and then go and try to figure out how to make money, um, just so I feel more stable and secure and comfortable, um, that kind of thing, and that could be a problem or it could be an understood thing, um, Another thing, these are just little things. I think this can help you, though. Like, if you are somebody who creates, I think this can help you um in some way to be willing to share your flaws. Because then it's like, do I really care what you think? Like, you don't really even know me. Um And if you do, it might not be even as well as you think you do. Um, That kind of thing. And I think there's a healthy balance in understanding, like, if you're willing to put your own flaws out there, then you kind of, you know that they're not that big of a deal in hindsight and that, like, everybody has their little flaws and reasons why their life is not the way they thought it could be yet or why they're not quite there yet, but they're getting there. They're learning kind of thing. And I think if all of us... We're willing to put out our flaws more and the things that we're not good at. Not to be... Like, I'm good at a lot of things. I do provide a sense of security for people. Um, I have a lot of... um, A lot of things that I have to offer people. Kind of even just on a one-on-one standpoint. As far as even just friends or whatever um that's pretty appealing so i'm not really like doing this as a self-sabotage or romanticizing depression or any of this i'm the point of this exercise is to help you to kind of reflect on your own bullshit if you have an ego over certain things or you're giving yourself more excuses than you'd give. Maybe you bitch about society for having a life that's too easy. You're bitching about society for having, like, everybody's too comfortable, but you're not willing to look at your own self. And maybe you are. Like, maybe you've gotten to the point where you can and you've said it and you've made it clear that, like, myself included but maybe that it took you to state your flaws or to think about these things or to inquire um another hypocrisy though is i was watching online a video about introverts and the treatment of introverts there was a company who fired somebody for not wanting to go out and party after work and not you know cuz they felt like it didn't help their brand and they really, really cared that much about somebody being that on their job and everything. And of course the court um, sided with the introvert, but just the fact that an entire company fired that person for not wanting to go drink and party and that they lost their job over it. Um, ...is ridiculous in the way introverts are treated like society doesn't value introverted people. It was really interesting and it got me thinking of my own biases that I've had. Um, And it's taken away a lot of creativity, I think. Because of my own where it's like society is not going to be acceptable towards myself going off and being virtual and creating with people who are introverted, it is going to be more accepting of me, for instance, going and meeting somebody in person and then creating with them because it sees that as a more acceptable um way of interacting, which is really stupid because otherwise, even still today, we have as much as we've learned how to interact virtually, we have a lot of work to do in the society front where people see it as like, well, you're just playing on your phone. And so instead of maybe internalizing that society, I'm having insecurities about that, I go and blame the other people. That's another kind of thing to deconstruct a little bit here. Um, Let's see. Some other ones. I'm going to get to some good things as well, like I said. Um, and this is just an exercise. If you've listened to me long enough, um, maybe it's good to... It's healthier because I got a little egotistical in the episode, a couple episodes ago, but at least it was an episode where things needed to come off my chest and all that kind of stuff, but... Um, I think we do get caught up in like what other people are doing or not doing. And we're so much better because we're trying and it's like, well, they're trying too. like everybody's trying and we're all trying to figure things out and uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, now some of the things were not entirely untrue when I talked about, maybe I should have set a little more boundaries in some free time. And the time could have been a little more appreciated to say eventually let's try to get together a little bit because, again, it is going to be more acceptable. But then at the same time, I'm kind of like, I'm almost finding that I'm more introverted than I even realized where I almost don't want the pressure now, which is kind of funny. Like, I think a lot of these things when you don't self-inquire and you don't introspect are going to be stifled. Um I did that a lot with kind of the polyamory thing for a long time um, where my husband knew a lot about us and knew a lot about himself and all this kind of stuff and I wasn't even really aware before I got with him that I was in a polyamory relationship or polyamorous relationship um, or that I was even aware of what I was doing Um, and then I didn't even realize when I would have friendships I wasn't aware of what I was doing either and then I kind of pointed that out as I was self-inquiring out loud um, and we were reflecting together and things like that it's very interesting um how like your lack of awareness it's like wait a minute I'm developing these tendencies these emotional connections these spiritual collaborations um, this kind of stuff it's not really about being just sexual all the time or swinging or any of that. It's really about all these different aspects that are deeper beyond just like a regular friendship or, and, and, and you know, there's different aspects that aren't even having to do with um, just going out and swinging. So, um, and then the things I've been able to handle as a result of all that have been like really, really, really good for growth anyway. And I'm kind of like, well, I think I can handle a lot more than I thought. Um, And I think I'm okay with a lot more than I thought I would be. And um, which kind of leads me to the fact that I'm, the spiritual parts, I think, are coming out a lot more. And some of the values are coming up a lot more as well. Um, and things where I used to promote, um, kind of almost promote like the swinging and the, you know, having fun or being free. And that that was the only way you could be free and that kind of thing. But then there's other, like even spiritual sides and even things in relationships that it's like, it could be polyamorous or whatever, but it's not necessarily romantic. It's like a whole different a spiritual it's more of a spiritual asexual connection rather than a romantic which is kind of refreshing when you've already you 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 can only maybe do the romantic thing with one person but then you can do a different side of spirituality or a different connection with another person and then you know um that kind of thing and then even the experiences that you want for the person that you love where you're like I want you to go connect with this other person it's cool like I think they would be good for you or I want you to reconnect with so and so from your childhood because I think they would actually be she or he or whoever would actually be um like a really good companion, support person, friend, whatever develops and being that I cannot relate because I did not go to that school. um, Like it's cool. I would get really bored in talking about that school. Um, And so it would, it would be all good and, and understood and all that kind of stuff. Like, I feel like there's a lot more I can handle about different things that even in the previous podcast that I had I could not handle um in growth but if you can just do this kind of practice what is my motivation for this friendship am i doing it to get something out of it am i do- and and I've been so guilty of even that um or trying to change someone and turn them into something that they're not, or in turn, making, guilting them into doing something that I would do, but not necessarily something they would do. Um, and so, you know, the good parts, I'm interested in growing and um, all this kind of stuff. And I'm encouraging you again to kind of just see the light in the sewer of your own shit, because there is a light that says, you know, I'm willing to admit this about myself, but I'm also willing to grow. And that's way more important. Um, And like the spiritual practice of polyamory, the spiritual practice of meditation, the spiritual practice that all these elements um, is what's going to help you do that. Even like prayer and things like that. Um, And, But I just want that sense of freedom. And even for years, I've kind of really understood it. And I was really testing. There was a slight motivation, like, let's test. Because I'm in a situation that's, like, fear-based and I have to survive and I'm hoping the church can help. Would I really, like, forget the meditation I've studied over the years? Would I really forget what people have been trying to teach me? Would I really really forget? um, Would I be willing to like throw away the things I've learned? Like I've tried to kind of do that and I've kind of like just did the church thing without like meditation practices. And I've seen where I miss the meditations. I miss all the things that I've been, I was kind of like really getting into and all of that the shamanic practices and the breath work and all that kind of stuff and I'm like no I don't actually think that because it takes a long time to build relationships and even in the church it probably takes a long time and I'm like am I really willing to put in the work to get that those kind of resources where people from the church like I'm well known and people would help me or whatever it's like I don't know that I am because of the importance of these practices. Because I also know that I can get programs and resources and things other places. um, Learning to make money and do all this stuff. And I know that it seems like from your end where, okay, this homeless person is talking about all this stuff. Aren't they a bit distracted? It's like, not really. Because I'm utilizing this as a life experience To teach myself things rather than getting distracted by alcohol or, um, having to go on pharmaceuticals or any of the other stuff. And so I'm using these kinds of times to, um, learn more about myself and others. Um, my own, in my own lack of tolerance needs to be worked on, I think in order to understand and um, nourish and deconstruct properly. So what are some things, and this is just a question for your your own self here, you can answer in Spotify if you want or leave a voice message if you want, or you can really just reflect, which is really going to be the important part of this, What are some things in your um, life, some motives, some things where you're like, am I really doing it for this reason, for this genuine, oh, I want to learn about the faith, or, oh, I want to get into learning a language, or am I doing it to be around someone, to get a resource, to see what I can get from it, etc. Even starting with something like that, like, let's question our motives, so that we can underst understand ourselves better, not so that we can be hard on ourselves, because I'm perfectly fine with understanding that it's completely a valid reason. The well the welfare of my family is a very valid reason as to why, even though it is kind of wrong and it's not morally right and and it doesn't really align with my values, it's a completely better reaction. Than to just go drink every day or then to just stay in the place I was at. Um, and so I, I already have went through the work of validating. Like I don't need the validation that it's okay that I did what I did and went to church and all that. I already have that. But it's more about understanding like that is still why I did it and um, all that kind of stuff. Um I'm going to see what happens here. Like this podcast really is about growth and I change my mind like every day, every second. So I go back and forth all the time. I may even, if I ever got Google Calendar fixed, I may even go back to that and do an episode on how I changed my mind with that. Who knows? Like this whole podcast is about growth, right? So um, we shall see how it all goes. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you can do this in your own way and then kind of understand and you can gain your own validation in this way. But either way, the most important thing you can do is, with this included, this whole deconstructing your own bullshit, but the most important thing you can do within all of this is to take care of yourself, take care of your life, take care of each other, And we will stay connected. Thanks again.